Hi, this is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80. Thanks for joining us. This episode is called Nellie Poe Powers. Her name was Nellie Poe Powers, and that name had a ring to it. She was quick to tell you that she was actually a distant relative of another Poe, a famous one, as in Edgar Allen. In the early 60s, the spirit of a youthful President Kennedy inspired our generation. Hundreds of us headed off as Peace Corps volunteers to save the world and find personal answers to some of life's great questions. Nellie, at age 69, was an old idealist and a fellow volunteer headed for Liberia, West Africa. When we met her, we knew she didn't have to search for anything. We went through training together, a little over a hundred of us kids, and Nellie. We exercised, studied, and camped in the Sierras under the stars, and we played. Nellie did it all, keeping up more or less at her own pace. We knew only a few things about her life. She had retired from teaching, her husband had passed away, and her sons were grown and out on their own. On one hand, her gift of determination and her optimism made her very endearing. On the other hand, volunteers were known to duck down a side street or hide behind a tree if they saw her coming because Nellie always had plans, and if you happened to be anywhere near, her plans were going to include you. Peace Corps leadership assigned Nellie to a teaching position in Liberia's capital, Monrovia, where running water and electricity were available. They felt it would be too rough on her to be stationed in a bush village. However, on most weekends and holidays, Nellie turned up in the remotest of villages. One particular holiday, she decided I should go up-country with her in a weather-beaten taxi. This was the usual local transportation for trips on the one long red dirt road that reached into distant parts of the country. So, I climbed into the front seat while Nellie squeezed her ample frame between two dignified Muslim tribesmen in the back seat. With red dust flying behind us and doors rattling, Nellie decided we all had to sing. She broke into a rousing chorus of Oh Susanna, which I am pretty sure those tribesmen had never heard before. While she sang, she started pounding on everybody within reach, insisting we must all sing along with her. There was a respect for the elderly in Liberia that can sometimes be missing in our culture. Soon all of us, the tribesmen, the driver, and myself were singing along in one fashion or another with words that may or may not have resembled the traditional words to O Susanna. By that time, young volunteers were a common sight in the countryside, but an elderly white woman, well, that was a curiosity. The villagers called her the double old grandmother. She earned the respect and affection of the tribal people because she sat with the women and learned to weave mats or asked them to show her how to cook. The rest of us needed to learn a few things from Nellie about valuing the gifts of others. Soon after Jim and I returned to the States, I had a letter from Nellie. She was still in Liberia, and she asked me to send her some information about Samoa 
because she had decided to go there next. Nellie taught us, no matter what our age, it's important to keep moving, to stay interested in other people and in life. Perhaps to be truly alive, we've got to have plans. We think on a much larger scale God himself has plans, not only for his creation as a whole, but for each of us personally. When we open ourselves to God's dream for us, we feel a sense of unity and peace, but we also feel a sense of ongoing expectation. Seeing ourselves as part of something greater, something infinite, we look at life differently. When we see life through this perspective, like Nellie, we never grow old. Thanks for listening. This is Speeding Past 80. See you next week.